Greetings to all of you and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I will be your host today as we spend this time together. I'm also creator of Grace Life Coaching. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. I want to thank you for coming out. I want to thank you for being part of this time together. I want to thank you for investing in this. As I always say, time is our greatest commodity. So the fact that you're investing your time in this is really a blessing to me. Even if you're multi investing, even if you're listening to this while you're at the gym or in the car or gardening or walking the dog, hey, whatever it is, I'm thankful that you're listening. I appreciate that you are investing in this work because when you invest in this work, it encourages me to do the work and encourage us to grow together. So thanks for that. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks for being part of the walk that we have together. And thank you for your willingness to get it out there. So if you like this podcast, if this podcast is helpful for you, then I would encourage you to share it. If you're getting it on one of the social media platforms on Facebook or uh, Twitter or um, uh, Instagram, then please share it out there. Tag me in it. I'd love to see where you're at. I'd love to see you know where you're where you're connecting to. That would be really really awesome. Uh, so tag me in it and uh, and let's see where we're at. If you are listening to this on one of the platforms, uh, one of the Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon Music, then please follow us. Give us a rating and review. Every positive rating and review that we get is one more opportunity for people to listen and look and say, hey, we're um you know people are paying attention to this. So so check it. Out. Out. So I'd really encourage that. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to give us a rating, give us a review. Let me know how this is working out for you. Let me know how this is is impacting you. I know a lot of you reach out to me directly, and that's beautiful and wonderful, and I really, truly appreciate that. I always appreciate hearing uh, from, from the listeners. I always appreciate hearing how this is impacting people and how this is helping their lives, helping your life, because that's really the whole point. The whole point of doing this is so that you can be better, so that you can take where you are and you can be better. And hey, that's doesn't mean that you're bad. That doesn't mean you're in a bad place. It just means that you want to take where you are and elevate yourself to the next level. Slow incremental steps through knowledge and experience and witness and 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 trial and error and growth and falling back. That's what this life is all about. And I'm really, really happy that you're part that I can be part of your journey, but that you're on this journey, that you're on this journey to be better, uh, to be stronger in yourself. And then when you're stronger for yourself, you're stronger for your family, friends, work, school, wherever it is that you apply your energy. And as always, if you want to reach out to me, um, uh, gracelifecoaching.com is the website. It's got all my contact information. I'd love to hear from you. I really would. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you're, where you're at and how you're working and uh, how this is connecting for you. I, I really, truly would love to hear that. All right. So today I want to talk about, so I've talked about this before, uh, and I think it's worth revisiting. Uh, you know, that's the kind of thing. We're at, we're at podcast session 86 now. So we've talked about a lot of things. And you know, this is just going to keep, a lot of this stuff's going to keep repeating itself. And I want to talk to you today about, you know, why is it hard to do new things? You know, I, I think last time, you know, I said, why is it so hard to change? Okay. Why is it hard to do new things? I think is it's really kind of a more positive spin on a negative question. Why is it hard to do new things? Why is it difficult to do new things? And and in reverse, you know, or on the other side of the coin, why is it that we so easily find ourselves falling back into places that we don't want to go or places we don't want to be or things that we don't want to do? Why is it so easy to fall back? You know, I, I talk with people who have experienced many major loss, major life challenge, and also minor life challenge. It's not just about the major stuff. It's about the minor stuff. And it's so easy to slip back into old patterns, old ways of thinking, old ways of doing, even when we know that those old ways of doing are 
um, are, are bad for us or destructive. So I want to talk about a little bit about the science behind it and then maybe help create some strategies about how to overcome it. So, so let's talk about the brain first. Now, I am no neuroscientist, okay? I think studying the brain is fascinating. I think how the brain works is fascinating. This is not a clinical website. If you're listening, or website, clinical podcast. It's not a clinical website either, but this is not a clinical podcast. If you are experiencing neurological struggles, challenges, seizures, lost time, blackouts, please seek out a neurologist. Seek out someone who's had far more training than me. This is not a clinical website. I am not a neurologist. Um, I'm just going to put that out there right now. But studying the brain is really, really fascinating and important. And there's some basic things that we can learn about the brain. So one of the things that we really need to learn about the brain, when we talk about daily energy, all right, when we talk about how our energy is parsed out in our life on a daily basis, we would think that either our body would distribute the energy easily or more evenly, or in fact, that the body would distribute the energy to the places in our body that are moving, that require more energy to move. But that is actually not the case. As a matter of fact, of the entire systems of the body, the brain uses 20% of the body's energy consumption per day. 20%, even though it only represents 2% of the body's weight. So I want you to think about that for just a second. 20% of the body is, 20% of the energy in a daily body, it goes to the brain. So the brain is a, is a massive energy suck, which means, you know, so when your energy is low, when your sugar is low, when your calories are low, when your sleep is low, that's all going to affect your brain. That's going to affect how you think. That's going to affect how you make decisions. So if you, if you kind of like lay it out there and you think, you know, when I get really, really tired or really, really stressed, I make bad decisions or I'm, I'm short or my temper is off or my emotions are off. That's because your brain is still taking 20% of that energy. Your brain is a massive energy consumer. It is the single most energy consumption item in the day. Okay? Your brain, so your brain requires an average adult about 0.3 kilowatt hours of energy. That's a hundred times more than what the typical cell phone requires in a day. Just to give you a little bit about a little bit of perspective, a hundred times more than the typical cell phone, typical smartphone requires on a daily basis. That's a typical smartphone on a daily basis. So your brain is a massive energy draw, okay? The single most massive energy draw. But here's the thing about the brain. So the brain draws on all of this energy, okay? But at the same time, the brain desires to be massively efficient. The brain is probably the most efficient system in your body and one of the most efficient systems in the world. I should probably say most efficient natural systems in the world because we've created pretty efficient artificial systems. But nonetheless, nonetheless, the brain is something that consumes about 20% of the energy consumption for the body in a day. And as well, it requires, it desires to be a massively efficient system. So when you have a massively efficient system that is, that is drawing a massive amount of energy, that system is going to look to be as 
it's going to look to conserve as much energy as possible. Okay. So that is where we come into things called neuropathways, neuropathways. Now, neuropathways are really, really important in how we live our lives. Neuropathways are what the brain uses to do rituals and routines that we do over and over and over again. So a neuropathway, so let me give you a definition, uh, a little bit of a definition on, on a neuropathway. Neuropathways are the connections between neurons that light up when you think of something for the first time. And then the connections form a pattern in your brain. Your brain has now attached meaning to that specific pattern. Okay? So when you do something for the first time, your brain lights up. Your brain says, oh, look, something new. How really, really cool. And then when your brain does that new thing, it's going to create a pathway. It's going to create a thinking process because remember, your brain wants to be efficient. And so what's the best way to be efficient is remember how you did something when you have to do it again. If you don't remember how to do something, if you have to learn how to do something over and over again every time, well, then that is a massively inefficient system. That is like having to look at a map every time you drive home from work. Well, that's a massive a massively inefficient system because you're doing this every day. So you should remember, this is where memory comes in. This is where ritual and routine comes in. So your brain is creating these things called neuro pathways. And the more you do something, the more repetition you put into something, the more the neuro pathway gets bigger and bigger and broader and broader. Now, remember, your brain wants to be a massively efficient system. So if your brain wants to be a massively efficient system, it's going to rely on these neuro pathways. It's going to rely on these neural pathways in order to get things done. Think about it from the perspective of driving your car. You're driving from here to Chicago, okay? And, and the easiest way to drive from here to Chicago or in northeastern Ohio uh, outside of Cleveland is go up onto the turnpike, take the turnpike across Indiana into Illinois. Straight shot. Boom, boom, boom. There's very little decision that needs to be made. You go this way, you show up here. That's how it works. Okay, that's called a highway. That's called a super highway, actually, because... Uh, you you go from state to state. It's an interstate highway, and it is created so that it is the easiest path forward. Now you got to pay to use it, which is a whole another story, and we'll talk about that later, maybe. But but it is a super highway. You get on it, you go straight. When you're done, you get off. It says Chicago, turn here, and there you are. Now that's great and wonderful. But if you want a scenic route, if you want to go in a different direction, then you have to go off the super highway. And going off the super highway takes a lot more energy because now you have to follow the map now you have to pay attention to turns perhaps maybe you're taking multiple state routes etc 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 that takes a lot of energy and if you don't want to burn energy if you want to be efficient you're gonna take the highway you'll pay the price and you'll take the highway see that's how the brain works when the brain does when we do something over and over again when we repeat patterns over and over again the brain creates a larger pathway the pathway gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it turns into a neuro highway it turns into a neuro highway and then it turns into a neuro super highway. And we do this all the time. I mean, how many of you think about brushing your teeth when you brush your teeth? Of course you don't. You go into the bathroom, you pull your toothbrush out of the cabinet, you put toothpaste on, you go to brushing. You're probably thinking about 20 other things. Maybe you're looking in the mirror about how many wrinkles you have under your eyes, or maybe you're listening to a, you know, a heavy metal song, or maybe you listen to a podcast. Maybe you're listening to me while you're brushing your teeth, but you're brushing your teeth. You don't have to think about brushing your teeth because your brain has done it so many times that the neuro pathway is there. 
The brain has done it so many times that the neuropathway is there, okay? Uh, the same like when you're driving home from work. I mean, you drive home from work, you drive home from work every day the same way. Well, then you stop really thinking about how to drive home from work. You just do it. And some days you pull in the driveway going, how did I get here? I don't remember how I got to how I got home or how I got to work. That is your brain engaging those neural pathways. Okay, your brain is trying to be awfully efficient, and so it creates these pathways. And the more you do it, the bigger the pathway gets, and the harder it is to get off those pathways. And this is where the challenge comes in. Because your brain wants to be horribly efficient, well, then it's hard to do new things because new things create a new pathway, and your brain's like, whoa, wait a minute, cuckoo head here, you're wasting energy. We don't want to waste energy, so we're going to keep doing it the same way. So whenever you're looking to change a behavior pattern, uh, and and we, we're going to talk about a few different behavior patterns here just real quickly. But whenever you're looking to change a behavior pattern, like working out, I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to go sit on the bike and I'm going to I'm going to pedal the bike. Well, you know what? For the past 10 years, I've gotten out of bed and I've gone and made a cup of coffee. So the neuro pathway is boom. I'm getting out of bed. I'm going to make a cup of coffee, but I don't want to make a cup of coffee. I want to go sit on the bike. I want to go work out. I'll have my coffee later. So now you're creating a new pathway and your brain's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. That's a massive, massive amount of energy that we're wasting. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We are not going to do new things. So one of the hacks about doing new things is do a new thing early in the day when your brain has the most energy. You know, when we try to do new things at the end of the day, at the end of the day, well, then our brain is tired and our brain is working on less energy. And if our brain is working on less energy, it's going to rebel and we're not going to be as successful. So you're going to want to do new things when you're creating new patterns. You're going to want to try to do it earlier in the day when the brain has more energy. OK, new new things early in the day when the brain has more energy. And the other thing is you want to make small incremental changes, because remember, your brain wants to be hor hor horribly efficient and it will continue to push you into old behavior patterns, even if you don't want to go there. So fighting the brain is a really, really hard thing to do. But if you make small changes, small incremental changes, then the brain can accept those changes and it won't be it won't rebel as much because it's not taking as much energy from the brain, again, because the brain wants to be efficient. So as you're looking to do new things, uh, then, you know, first thing is try to do new things in the morning when you have the most energy in your brain, when you're fresh. But that also means get your sleep at night, eat right, all those types of things. Uh, get good minerals, good vitamins, good nutrition, get good exercise. All of those things kind of wrap into brain energy, okay? All the, and, and brain health. I mean, the brain actually is an organ and we want it to be healthy, which means we want to feed it with good things. Um, and that's where like uh, omega-3 fatty acids come in and, and things of that nature, which keep the brain, you know, plus games like neuroplasticity games that keep the brain, you know, growing and, and enhancing. All right, so... so um, you want to make sure you want to make sure that when you do something new, you do it early in the morning and you give yourself a great deal of grace. And this is really I think this is really an important piece. You give yourself a great deal of grace. You've done the same thing every day for years. Now you want to change that. It's not going to change overnight. It's not going to change overnight. And, and you know, when I work with people who are going through grief circumstances, uh, either the loss of a loved one or maybe their, um, you know, maybe their 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 marriage is falling apart or they've experienced a relational betrayal and they find themselves, you know, I, I want to call my my loved one. But I just I, you know, I just pick up the phone to call them and, and then I have to remind myself that they're gone. Well, you remember, you've done that every day for how many years? So you have this neural pathway and your brain wanting to be horribly efficient is going to push that information aside. And you know, and, and, and want to reach out to your loved one, even though 
rationally, you know that your loved one's not there. Your brain is still trying to be very efficient. You have to create neuro, new neural pathways, which means you have to give yourself a lot of grace because your brain's going to do that. Your brain's going to do that. I, I, you know, I thought about, I had this really great thing and I wanted to call my mom, but you know, my mom passed away six months ago or a year ago, or, you know, I had this really great thing, but I wanted to call my friend and I wanted to text my friend, but then, you know, I, I keep for, I, I don't, I, I'm not remembering that my friend passed away, you know, and, and it's not that you're not remembering. It's just that your brain wants to be so efficient that your brain's going to fall into these neural pathways, even if the pathway is leading to a direction that you don't want to go. You know, and some of that comes down to when you're dealing with uh, like relational loss, uh, a marital falling, um, a marriage falling apart or um, a betrayal within a relationship. You know, you've been in a relationship with someone for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, even longer than that. And then all of a sudden that relationship is gone. But your brain is still functioning under those old neural pathways, those old neural pathways of going to your partner, going to your spouse, going to your friend. And they're not there. And so, again, the brain wanting to be efficient is not going to be like, oh, wait a minute. No, we have to go, oh, wait a minute. That's not the way this is. And we're going to take a step back from it. We're going to take a step back and we're going to create these new neural pathways. Creating a new neural pathway, creating a new way of thinking takes energy. And if you don't have the energy to give, you're not going to create that new neural pathway. That's just the long and the short of it. So that's why, one, when I say when you're going to do something new, do it early in the morning. When you have the most energy in your body, when, you're, when, you, when you have the most energy to give, your brain is a little bit more forgiving than later in the day when your brain is just like, nope, I'm done. That's it. Locking up. I'm out. I'm closing down. You're just going to have to sit there and veg in front of a rerun of, you know, Christmas movies or whatever, because I'm done. I'm out for the day. You can't change when your brain has checked out. Uh, no matter how hard you try, your brain's like, nope, uh-uh, not going to happen. And when you do massive change, big change, your brain's going to go haywire and it's going to go into chaos, which is why you want to create small changes because those small changes create those new pathways and your brain doesn't as quickly rebel against those changes. But I think, I mean, and really the biggest thing, the biggest thing to understand, the biggest thing to work on is making sure that you give yourself grace. Because when we change patterns, we are usually changing patterns that we have done for years. Our brain is entrenched in them. Uh, you know, the example I've heard of people who have, you know, they, they keep the same job, but they move houses. So they buy a new house on the other side of town and then they find themselves driving home and they drive to the old house. Well, why would you do that? Because your brain's like, this is where we live. And you're like, no, it's actually not where we live. We live over there now. Oh yeah. You know, or I need to stop on the way home and get milk or get eggs or a bottle of bourbon or whatever. And then I get home and why didn't I stop? Oh yeah. That's because, you know. I really didn't even think about it. Well, that is a neuro pathway. And we have to be really, really careful how those neuro pathways work because when we want to do something new or when we experience a place where we need to do something new, like when a relationship ends or if there's a, a death in the family or a loss of a loved one, when those relationships end, we have to be different. We have to think differently. That's just how it works. But if we don't confront how our brain 
brain works and really kind of take control, then we find ourselves slipping into those old patterns, which then means, you know, we get mad at ourselves and we, you know, we condemn ourselves and we hate ourselves and yada, 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 you know, and then there's the guilt. And then after the guilt, there's the shame. And after there's the shame and, you know, and then we, why can't I do this? Why can't I be better? Blah, blah, blah. When really in, in quite frankly, that is just not how we should be treating ourselves. But when we learn how to deal with our neuropathways, when we learn how to deal with creating new thought processes, it helps us, it helps us immensely to be able to overcome these things and and really kind of take control of our brain and take control of our lives. All right. So that's what I got for you for today. I hope this is helpful. I know I've talked about this before. And if those of you who are journeying with me, you know, throughout the entirety of my podcast, I hope you got something else out of it. I hope you got something better out of it. But if not, then, you know, then we'll be back next week with a couple of new uh, broadcasts, a couple of new areas to go to. So that's what I got for you. As always, I love you. Thank you. I appreciate you tuning in here at Grace Life Coaching. We want you to be the best you.